The following program has been paid for by TD Touchpoints. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KFYI or iHeartMedia. This is the Carol Royce Real Estate Radio Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. Welcome, 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 everyone. This is Carol Royce. I am your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And, of course, I'm in the studio with Vicki Royce Middlebrook. Uh, Vicki, how are you today on this beautiful Sunday afternoon? I'm doing amazing because I'm here in studio, but we're spending this Sunday afternoon with you, our listeners. And that's always a great place to be. And you know, Josh, it gives us so much pleasure when we get a call from one of our listeners and we go out and we get to sit in their home to meet them and to help them make some very good decisions on what to do with their homes. Yeah. Every time I've gone out to meet some of you guys, the listeners out there, it's been exciting. It is. We look forward to it just like we plan our week around the show. So... Uh, I'm excited for today's show. I am too. And you know, we have Sarah Blodgett. She's coming on a little bit later. She is a wealth of information. She's with Starboard Financial. We're going to talk to her about financing, mortgages, loans, HELOCs, bridge loans, construction loans. It's going to be a wealth of information. Definitely. So Vicki, you know, I, I noticed the other day I picked up a, a great North Scottsdale magazine and uh, even one in Fountain Hills as I was out and about, and guess what? I open up, and there you are. I think you're there with me. I'm there with you. But you do run the Carol Royce Team Luxury Division. Yes, I do. And, um, you know, we're all over the valley selling the high-end homes and the luxury estates. And, yeah, publications all over the valley are picking us up and showcasing what we do as well as the homes we sell and it's just been amazing to come into the homes of our listeners and to meet with you and we're so thankful and the fact that you know we're really networking and trailblazing out there in the luxury division well you know one of the things that they called you in one of the articles was a trendsetter And, you know, that's quite a compliment. You don't become a trendsetter in this market without a lot of knowledge, professionalism, and expertise. And I know that you spend a lot of time just gaining as much knowledge as you can about the high-end net worth, the high net worth individuals, the very affluent, and their ultra-luxury homes. Yeah, you know, um, it's important to us. We take it serious. And, you know, when we're out there, and we're meeting with home sellers and we're selling home sellers, we're also bringing together various elements in luxury. Like let's say we're bringing the the home builder or we're bringing the luxury designer that understands what it takes and what improvements should be in that home. We're also at various design centers around the valley checking things out. What's the latest and greatest? What are the trends? Are things coming back in style? Are they going out of style? Are we in the whites? Are we in the grays? Are we in the tans? What are What's going on out there? So just constantly out there networking. And then we do have a network of agents around mm-hmm. the world that we meet with, talk with, mastermind with. And network with. And network with. Um, regarding the high-end homes 
you know, in Arizona as well as different parts of the country and world for that matter. You know, Vicki, I know that you can't really, because confidentiality is very important to you, and you take that that individual and, and you do not share any of their personal or financial information. So I'm not going to ask you names of, of high net worth individuals that you've worked with, but you've worked with some very significant local business leaders. You've worked with professional athletes. And so when, when you come in, to an arena like that, the attention to detail is absolutely critical. Absolutely. You know, they've pretty much have bought and sold many luxury homes, whether it's here in our state or in different parts of the country or in in different countries for that matter. And so, you know, this is something that they've bought and sold a lot of real estate. And so when they're hiring the Carol Royce team, they're expecting that professionalism. They're expecting that high level of service and privacy. So we take that to heart. And I know that You have been through the Ritz-Carlton training. You have the designations there. And again, one thing that I appreciate about you, no matter how excited you are about the person that you're working with, you you definitely keep those confidences. And you won't even tell your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it, it it all depends. But what we need to um, explain to our listeners. This is a full-time job for us. We take it serious. This is our passion. And we'd be honored if you have a high-end home that you want to get sold. Um, Reach out to us today at 480-776-5231. That's 480-776-5231. We'd love to sit down with you, meet with you, talk about the different options for selling your home. Whether, you know, you want that sold at a really fast pace or it's something where you need to figure out where are we going next? Are we upsizing, downsizing, staying in the valley or relocating out of the valley? We help people through that process as well. We see us coming alongside you and educating you so you can make the right decision. That is so very true. Uh, Vicki, let's just get into the luxury report. Just kind of see where we are with that over a million price range. Okay, so all data is compiled from the Arizona Regional Multiple is Service, servicing Maricopa and Pinal counties. Currently, there's 816 luxury homes for sale priced from $1 million to a high of $30.6 million. 30.6? 30.6. The current average price luxury for sale home is $3.1 million, with days on market averaging 78 days. Under contract in escrow, there's... 1,367 luxury homes priced from $1 million to a high of $29.5 million. The average price luxury home in escrow is $2.28 million, with days on market averaging 63 days. Sold, closed escrow. We had 151 homes closed in our MLS since last week's show. Closed escrow priced from $980,000 to a high of $7.2 million. The current average price sold luxury home in our valley right now, and these are the sold homes that have closed, $1.96 million with average days on market 49 days. Since the first of the year, we've had 1,806 luxury homes close escrow in our MLS. The highest priced luxury home year to date, just under $15 million. Very good. So our luxury market in the greater Phoenix area is healthy, Josh? Very strong prices in that luxury high-end market are, are up. They're up. 
That they are. And it's exciting to see that we've got that one at $29.5 million under contract. I'm cu- curious to see where that one ends up closing. You know, that is so very true, Josh. And, you know, here's here's what's interesting, too, is days on market, 78 days for those that are currently on the market, 78 days. So, Vicki, that has expanded ever so slightly, Yeah, those days on market. Not to panic. Still a That's healthy still number. a very good market because a balanced market is six months for these homes to be on the market. So, 78 days. And then those under contract, 63 days. So, you know, so what you can plan on if you're a home seller is maybe just plan on having your home on the market and closed in a matter of what, maybe four months? And some you know, it, it all depends. Because and some when you talk sooner, about luxury, you're talking about different price points, different locations, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So, ballpark average. Yeah. Are there going to be some sellers where your home might sell in a week? Absolutely. Are there going to be others where still it might take a while as you get into those higher price points? The the buyer pool drops, right? It does. How many people can afford so, those homes? So so you're saying that there aren't as many buyers for the $33 million as there might be for the million. That's right. I think that's very true. <laughs> I think that's very true. But so still, Josh, a lot what of price range are you there. in there? Pick one. Are you in the $30 million? Uh, I wish. Maybe one day. One day Maybe if I invest a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, this is Carol Royce. I'm here with you every single Sunday afternoon. I am in the studio with Vicki Royce, Middlebrook, and Joshua Collum. And Vicki, of course, is the luxury division for the Carol Royce team. And we always talk about her as a luxury trendsetter around the office uh, because because of her knowledge her experience, her expertise. And so, again, we're just talking on this segment about our high-end over-million market. And you know, Vicki, there's going to come a time soon where we're going to have to bump that price up. So it's going to have to be over $2 million. Oh, when you're talking luxury. But if we want to just track what's happening with the million-dollar sales like mm-hmm. we've been for the last 10 years or plus, right? That's where we're getting this data from. Right. And so I heard you on the phone, too, the other day with a high-end seller, and and you were talking about we do a lot of print marketing. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, I like to say that we're old school. We still like to do print marketing. Everything seems to be going digital. You go to restaurants, they want to hand you the, you know, it's QR code, QR code <laughs> get the digital menu or no, our menu's not printed anymore because our prices lately I've been hearing prices are yeah. printing menus because our prices keep going up based on the inflation <laughs> and the food cost, right? Right. So um, with the Carraway's team, we still like to do a lot of print marketing, whether it's magazines, whether it's a full color brochure, whether it's just information for our home sellers or home buyers to have more information about the process. So print marketing is still important when buying and selling a home, I believe. People like to have something tangible that they can hold in their hands besides just going to a phone sometimes. Well, that's so very true. And and I do know that you're in many of the luxury magazines that I see around town, that I see in some of the finer hotels and boutiques. So so that's something that you feel is very important. And, and you're exposing that home seller to a global market easier because many of these magazines are global. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. And the the market reach that they have, because not only are they in print, but many of these magazines also take on their own digital footprint, mm-hmm. as well as the social media and the different 
venues where we can put these homes out and network these homes. So it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of expertise to get a home seller's home marketed properly in a global market. It's not just about the MLS. While the MLS is a tool, it's not everything. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. We are here with you every single Sunday afternoon. And Vicki, we're going to go to break soon. Can you take us out to that break? When we come right back after this short break, we're going to continue talking about our local Arizona real estate market. And we're going to be talking with Sarah Blodgett over at Star Board Financial. You're going to want to stay tuned. You can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. We're going to be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and of course, I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon. I am in the studio today with Joshua Collum. Joshua, are you still doing great? <laughs> I am. It's getting a little warmer, but doing well. Well, you know what, Josh? Your pool should be a little warmer. So, <laughs> exactly. so there's good to that, right? There is. Soon we'll be in that thing all the time, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, very good. Hey, Josh, you and I are very, very honored today because we have Sarah Blodgett in the house. Thanks. Hello, Sarah. Hey, Carol. Hey, Josh. Great to be here. Thanks so much. You're welcome. And Sarah is with Starboard Financial. And Josh, I met Sarah's father 20 years ago, and Mm -hmm. we've been great friends. We've done a lot of business over the years. And then he introduced me to Sarah. And as a matter of fact, Sarah is doing a loan for me now on a house that I'm purchasing. Right, Sarah? Absolutely. So she's, she's absolutely a great representative of Starboard Financial. So Sarah... I'm sure you get these questions every day because Josh and I do because we meet with a lot of home sellers Mm -hmm. and a lot of home buyers. So here we go. Hey, Carol. Hey, Josh. <laughs> are we in a bubble? What what what's your thought on that, Sarah? Absolutely not. What what do you what do you have, or what do you think it's going to take to kind of back that statement up? For us to be in a bubble, we're going to have to see more houses for sale than there are people looking. I totally agree, Josh. Do you totally agree? That I do. It and is I mean, inventory, right? We've been in a shortage for years now, and the demand has been you know crazy high here in Arizona. So it just doesn't make sense that we would be in a bubble. No, I I agree with you, Sarah. Okay, so Sarah, the next question, uh, is this a good time for me to buy a home? Absolutely. And why do you say that? Prices are just going to continue to increase. Even with rates up, they can only last so long. Everything in this market, as you and I have both seen, is very cyclical. Mm -hmm. So if you get in today, eventually you are going to have an opportunity to refinance into something lower. Down the road, which which so many Americans have done. Josh was telling us right before he came on the air, Sarah, that he is your current house. Josh is at what interest rate? Two point two. Two point two. Well, those days are gone. Right? <laughs> yes, they that are. is correct. We are not going to see two point two. But you know, the other thing, Sarah, that we are beginning to see is we're beginning to see lenders, Starboard Financial, getting a little more creative, but not in a crazy way. Exactly. Nothing like what we saw in 2008. No. People aren't getting qualified with little to no money down. Mm -hmm. Even in some of the non-traditional financing, ARM products, HELOCs, even some of the self-employed bank statement programs, there's still restrictions. There's still guidelines that have to be met. So, Josh, that's an important thing because in, in, in... You were not in business in 2008 with the Carol Race team. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I mean, I lived through it and saw how business was through you guys. Um, but, you know, it was a different time. And I think a lot of consumers still obviously have the fear of all of that, especially those who did live through it. I know I was working um, with the banks at the time taking photos of houses, and it was mm-hmm. really sad seeing how much vacancy there was in our market. Um, I know that 
even so, when we went through the um, the moratorium and all of the stuff that was going on during COVID, people were thinking that we'd get this surge of inventory and then we'd be in the bubble again and this and that. But Didn't happen. None nope. of it. Didn't happen. Across the United States, Sarah and Josh, there are 7 million houses. We're 7 million houses short. Yes. That is across the U.S. In Phoenix, that number is very large, too, because Maricopa County is one of the fastest-growing counties in the nation. And like I've reported on this show several times, just from L.A. County alone, we're getting over 10000 a month moving from L.A. County into the greater Phoenix area. So with those people moving in, they have to have a home. Mm-hmm. That could be an apartment. Right. It could be a condo. They could be staying at a hotel or they could be buying a property. So based on that, Josh, and, and the our trending, it just shows that in Arizona, in Maricopa County, we are still in a critical inventory shortage. Definitely. And I know builders have definitely been building more than they have in recent years. But the biggest thing is just the labor, the materials. So they're kind of stalled out in their timelines as well. We're not seeing the the immediacy that we need for building. Well, you know, and Sarah, you know this too. They're having some some uh, supply chain issues, mm-hmm. our yes. builders are. They can't get this. They can't get that. The last time we looked, uh, they were saying, many of the builders are saying, okay, our build time, 18 months to two years. So, so it's going to take a time for this lack of inventory to get us out of where we are. And it's not going to be in 2022. It's not going to be in 2023. So if you're listening to my voice today and you're thinking, well, you know, we need to buy a home. I'm going to ask you to pick up the phone and I'm going to ask you to call Sarah Blodgett, Starboard Financial, 480-395-4954. So Sarah, even though interest rates today, let's just say they're around that 5% mark. Okay. Just for conversation, that's still a very low rate. Still a very low rate. I remember mm. when I bought my first house and working in the industry, that was a smoking deal. So it was. <laughs> and on FHA. So. Yes. Well, when I, Josh, you don't even know this, but when I, when I first got in the real estate business, interest rates were 12%, and they went down <laughs> to 10 and we all just sang the hallelujah for us. <laughs> interest rates are down to 10%. Can you believe they're that low? But here's my point, Sarah. If you if you need to buy a home, if you want to buy a home, if you want to improve your lifestyle, if you want to get into a better school district, a home that meets your family's needs, right now, don't let that interest rate stand in your way. Don't let it stand in your way. Absolutely. You're going to see with those higher interest rates, rent's going to be exponential beyond that. Mm-hmm. And, and again, although rates are higher than what we've experienced in the last several years, the goal with this is to bring down some of those consumer goods. So even though your mortgage may be a little bit higher than what you would have initially expected, groceries, gas, the goal is for those to hopefully in the near future go down as well. But again, mm-hmm. it, now versus two, three, four years from now, you're going to be in a much better position by now than waiting. I so agree, Josh. So what Sarah said, if you buy today, you know your interest rates. And we're just going to, for the sake of simplicity, say they're hovering around 5%. Mm-hmm. Two, three, four, five years. If you're waiting for that rate to come down in a two, three, four, five year period, Sarah, in your opinion, and you're in the industry, are we going to see go back to the twos in a short time frame? No. We are not. I no. totally agree with you. Josh? Well, and... Again, we've talked about this before on our show, but let's say the interest rate stays the same for four years and there's no appreciation. Not that that's going to happen in the the craziness that our market is right now, but if those two things were to remain the same, just the simple buy down of your loan would put you in such an equitable spot come then 
So there's really so many advantages. I mean, there's also tax benefits when you're buying, mm, but true. Um, a lot of people, you know, I think are scared at the rates being higher and they feel like their payment is high. But again, long run, you're going to be doing yourself a huge favor in wealth building. So Sarah, you told me a story when we were on break and you said that you, you had, you had a, a client that they're paying $3,500 a month in rent. Correct. And yet when they sat with you, their mortgage payment was going to be 2700 2700 with 3% down. With 3% <laughs> down. And they said, well, we think we'll wait. We're hoping for the market to correct itself. It's not. It's not. The market has corrected itself. Mm-hmm. There will be more corrections, right? I think that I think home ownership, Sarah and Josh, is a little bit of a hedge against inflation. Because as inflation goes up and your dollars your dollars worth less, correct? Correct. When inflation goes up. However, with this real estate market, Sarah, prices are going up, so your equity is increasing. Exactly. So your home could be that that hedge against inflation when Josh, there aren't many hedges out there. No, it's one of the few advantages we have here. And I mean, just going off of that scenario for thirty five hundred a month, after three years, that client would have spent one hundred and twenty thousand. Crazy. Just in rents, in over rent. actually, but still, mm-hmm. that just shows you the amount of money that you're kind of doing yourself a disservice by not getting into home ownership. So I definitely recommend anyone sitting on the fence, you know. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. Let us help you. And what phone number should they call us at, Josh? <laughs> they can give us a ring at 480-776-5231. That's 480-776-5231. Well, and again, uh, one reason, sir, that I love being in business with uh, Starboard Financial is you're creative. Uh, you. When I met with you, you said, we can do that. We can do that. How would you like this structured? And everything that you said is above board. I mean, it's it's absolutely allowable under lending guidelines. That's correct. But, but you, you don't say no a lot. I don't like that word. I, I know. I know. I'm, I mean, if, if I came in and said I've got a credit score of 400 and I have no money, can I buy a house? You'd say no. I would say we've got some work to do. We've got some work we got, to do. We have a little bit of work we yes. do, but it's never not in the cards. But, but if... but. You know, one of the things, again, if you're thinking about buying a home, selling your home, getting into a different home, a better home, whatever your lifestyle is, trying to meet your lifestyle, you really owe it to yourself to pick up the phone and call Sarah, 480-395-4954, and you will have that conversation with them. I will. I'm very transparent. I love Mm -hmm. to go through budget, down payment, closing costs, and just walk everyone through Step by step. That that's very good, and and so everybody is everybody is an individual. Everybody deserves the time that you give them, the time that Josh and I, our team, give them, because we really care about that other person. Exactly. We're our clients are people. They're not files. They're not numbers. Oh, and everyone's that is different. So true. Yeah, I like that, Josh. Our 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 files are people. <laughs> they they really are. And at the Carol Royce team, you know, we want to elevate everybody that we come into contact with to prosper. That's our mission. Exactly. Whether it's families, our vendors, our partners. So we don't take the transactional approach that a lot of agents out there do. We're here to help you and meet your needs. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. We're here with you every single Sunday afternoon. I am talking with Sarah Blodgett. She is with Starboard Financial and Josh Collum. Uh, we're going to go to a short break, but Sarah, will you come back on the next segment? Let's just talk some more about lending. I would love to. Okay, great. Uh, hey, Josh, um, 
You know, I know that you talked with Sarah, too, about some specific loan programs, mm-hmm. HELOCs, because you want to go buy another house. So, Sarah, we're going to we're gonna delve into that a little bit. I love it. That's perfect. Okay. Hey, we're going to go to short break. Come on back. This is Carol Royce. If you want to reach me, you can get me at 480-776-5231. You can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. We'd love to talk with you. We'd love to share with you. We'd like to show you how we can get you the highest price for your home. Come on back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And I am in the studio with Joshua Collum, and we're very excited to have Sarah Blodgett in person. In person. <laughs> from Starwood Financial. Sarah, you know, uh, let's just talk a little bit about a couple of different products. Let's talk a little bit about the bridge loan. Perfect. I'm using a bridge loan with you right now because I'm taking the equity out of my existing home, and I'm taking that money over to buy another home. That's right? correct. Exactly. That's correct. So what is a bridge loan and what's the best way to use a bridge loan? And then, Josh, I want you to chime in here on some ways that this can really help a home seller who needs to be a home buyer. Definitely. Okay, okay Sarah, what's a bridge loan? Bridge loan is best used when you're looking to sell your current home, not keep it and then go buy another one, but more so to gain access to that equity immediately in use okay. to either maybe do some remodeling, fix it up if it needs to be made sell ready. Mm-hmm. And then you can also use that equity to then move into the new home so that your house, excuse me, your house that you're looking to sell is move in ready for that new buyer. Okay. So I've got a house. So Josh, I, I know you, you deal with this all the time. I've got a house that I want to sell. Mm-hmm. I've identified this house over here that I want to buy. Yep. Okay. So I would get a bridge loan, Sarah, mm-hmm. from my existing home. And I would take that money and I would go over and make an offer on this new house. Correct. Correct. Would that be contingent or non-contingent or does that matter? As long as you qualify for both homes, it's non-contingent. Aha. Good word, Josh. That non-contingent is magical in this market. Why is that? I think a lot of sellers out there when they're receiving offers, you know, a contingent offer scares them a little. Especially when there's cash offers or just general financing that aren't contingent. Um, You know, the seller has some some risk there. They don't know that it's going to necessarily make it to the closing table. So they, most people who would traditionally use a contingent offer, maybe uh, pricing the offer higher than it really should be at just to offset and kind of give that seller some reason to choose them. And so by using a bridge, and if you can go non-contingent with it, you'd probably be saving yourself quite a bit of money on that front. Well, because you don't have to offer as much. Yeah. So a non, so a contingent, you you may offer fifty thousand over just to just, just to get that seller to say, you know, pick me, pick me, pick me. But if you go see uh, Sarah Blodgett at Starboard Financial and say, Hey, sir, I want to talk to you about a bridge loan, and say, Sir, you've got quite a bit of equity in your existing house. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can you you can sit with them. You can get this bridge loan product uh, it can go for how many months we structure it up to nine months with a oh. three-month uh, renewal period good so that means Josh that they that the, that you've got nine months to get that existing home sold exactly which probably won't take that long with this market and with no. with your team but <laughs> exactly exactly it will not at all take that long with our team and then once you you close on the new house right then the bridge loan is paid off exactly so what is a payment on the bridge loan? Is it interest only? Is it what, what is that? That's a great question. It is going to be interest only. Wonderful. So based off a of prime, depending on where that goes, you're probably looking somewhere between six and a half and seven and a half percent. However, 
on a hundred thousand dollars interest only, that's maybe five to seven hundred bucks a month for the period. That it's you have it's it. not that much. And what it does, Josh, it allows you, the home seller who wants to be a home buyer, to make a non-contingent mm-hmm. offer. There's value in that. And again, by not having to overinflate your offer, I mean you might be saving yourself that interest only payment in itself. Ten times over. Yeah. So it's definitely a great product. I know there's been tons of sellers lately who ultimately want to buy before they sell, whether it's because they just, you know, the moving process is a lot or they might need to do some repairs. So it's a great tool to have in our toolbox. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited that I can, you know, bring clients your way and hopefully we can just get them moving forward because I know ultimately they want to move. (laughs) Yes. So, so that's that is a great option, and Sarah, that's a, that's an option that I'm working with you right now. Exactly. So very good. So the the bridge loan is just ideal for that, and again, that interest only at that little bit higher rate is nothing compared to I don't have to overpay or overpromise that seller a huge amount over the list price to have an opportunity to get that house because my loan is not my offer is non contingent. Magical words. It is magic. In Magical this words in this market. So that's a bridge loan. And pretty easy to get. I mean, good credit. Uh, Decent well, credit. I'd yeah. say ideally we want to see at least 680, but we absolutely will consider you know okay. as low as 640. Okay. It really just depends on the overall credit profile. Is there any 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 ceiling on a bridge loan? Any dollar amount? We do like to again keep it. We kind of have it set right about 70 to 75 percent max loan to value on your current home. However, again, okay. Depending on the credit profile, we may be able to stretch that up to 80%. Okay, that, that's awesome, Josh. That's awesome. There's another product out there, too, and that's called a HELOC. And I know Josh has been talking to you about a HELOC. What is a HELOC? HELOC is going to be a little bit different than a bridge loan, similar in mm-hmm. that it's variable interest. You can have a fixed rate product with that as well. But in this situation, you're keeping your current home, but you want to draw from the equity for um, maybe buying a new home or consolidating debt or doing working on some home improvements on that existing home. That's awesome. So Josh, you you just said that you have a considerable amount of equity in your existing home <laughs> and you plan on keeping it. That I do. I've always had the idea that I want this house that I'm living in to be a rental one day. And you know, a HELOC's a great way um, to tap into some of that. I know I refied a couple years ago um, and my rate on my existing house is really good and I don't wanna mess that up. So a HELOC <laughs> right. would give me the opportunity to touch that equity buy the next house, and then I can put a renter in my current house and really just keep building wealth that way. So, Sarah, so so if that's if that's what Josh does with the HELOC, so when he gets then permanent financing on the new house, the HELOC is paid off? Is that how that works or no? No, not, no. not, okay. not quite. So with the HELOC, that is going to stay as a second loan on that property until he does decide to sell that at some point in the future. That's right, because you're not selling the home. Exactly. exactly. I'm thinking bridge loan. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So a HELOC is really a home equity line of credit. Absolutely. So you're getting a line of credit on your existing home. Mm-hmm. And typically that's 15 years, 10 years, or does it matter? You actually can get anywhere from a 10, 15, 20, or 30. Sometimes there's a 25 in there too, but mm-hmm. I mean, the rate's not going to be competitive mm-hmm. enough to change mm-hmm. from a 30 year. So it is a second mortgage. It is a second mortgage. Okay, it is a second Fixed mortgage. Fixed or variable. Fixed or variable, but it's a good way to access the equity out of your house if you're not selling that house. Exactly. What do we say, Josh? We say if you are a homeowner and you have a property, keep that property if you can. Keep it if you can. Yeah, I know we've had Dave Jinx on the show a number of times, and he's really taught us the way to build wealth in real estate. And he's always said once you're in that 40 to 60% equity spot in your home, 
that's when you take out, you know, 20% and buy another home. Mm, um, I agree. Mm -hmm. And continue to do so because that's how you're going to build wealth the fastest. Mm -hmm. Ideally, if you can pay them off in 15 years, that'd be great, which is what I aspire to do. Um, But, you know, it's just, I found that this first step from going from your primary house to owning an investment property is probably one of the hardest ones. But because of tools like a HELOC, it makes it that much easier and consumer friendly. So I'm well, excited. Well, so true. And, and, you know, if you wanted to stay in your home, and there's certainly nothing wrong with that, and, and you wanted to, to put in some hardwood, you wanted to redo the kitchen, uh, you can't stand the master bathroom, tiny shower. That would be a perfect option. It would. To get in there and, and, and update and to remodel your home. So, uh, hey, sir, you have been a... You, you've just brought so much in information to us today. One of the other things, if you can quickly, construction loans. So what yes. is a construction loan? So uh, different from a traditional track home build mm-hmm. where you go in and you put down your earnest money and you just wait for a couple years, mm-hmm. you have an opportunity here to buy a piece of land okay. and build your own custom home to your specifications. So that's pretty nice. It's very nice. It makes a, you know gives everyone a little bit more... Um, opportunity Mm -hmm. to make something that's their own. You know, Sarah, it wasn't too many years ago that construction loans just went away. They did. They went away. You couldn't get a loan, Josh. So say you owned an acre lot Mm -hmm. somewhere in North Scottsdale and you wanted to build your dream home on it. It was really hard. It was. So a construction loan, you would come in, the lot has to be paid for, or the construction loan can pay for the lot. Exactly. Yep. Either way, either you can have the lot free and clear, mm-hmm. or we can finance the lot. And then you can you can begin to, to get the financing to build your dream home. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's Are a the funds, for you, Josh. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to consider that. Are the funds from a construction loan kind of done in waves as the house progresses, or is it all just at once and you kind of... That's a really great question. You can... One of a couple different ways. We typically tend to do the two-time close, trend okay. towards that. It gives you more flexibility on change orders, um, build times, uh, and you're not having to wrap in so much more in additional funds with that one-time close. One-time's a great product for the lender because they can get paid, <laughs> but I don't do what's best for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like to work what's going to be best for our clients. Good to know. So, you know, Sarah, you've just brought, again, some valuable information here, talking about the HELOC, talking about the bridge loan. I love the bridge loan, Sarah, because so many people that call us, they want to sell their home, but they're afraid to do that because where are we going to go? Mm -hmm. So that, if you've got equity, that could unlock that. You can go out and find your dream home and bridge from your existing home into that home. I love that idea, Josh. I do, too. I mean... Again, we just see people at all different walks of life and what they're dealing with. And I've had many interactions with people who have that great equity, like you said, but maybe they want to wait for the kids to finish the school year or they want to find the next house without really causing a lot of disruption. And I feel like mm-hmm. that bridge loan is going to be an, an amazing product for that. It really is. So again, if, you, if you'd like to talk to Sarah, you can reach her. Here's her number. Get a pen and write this down. Sarah Blodgett, Starboard Financial, 480 395 4954. Tell her that Carol Royce sent you to talk with her. And I will tell you, I am a current customer of Sarah's and Starboard Financial. They are doing the very same for me that I know, Josh, they can do for our listening audience. I know they can do the same thing, offer the same fabulous service to you. Exactly. They've got tons of products out there. They're like us, where we want to make sure that we're doing what's best for you guys, the consumer. And so if you are looking to buy your next house, 
pick up the phone, give either Sarah a call or us here at the Carol Royce team. You can reach us at 480-776-5231. Again, that's 480-776-5231. Come on back. Uh, We're going to be talking about our our local Arizona real estate market. We're going to hit that market that is under $1 million. And boy, I tell you, Josh, that market is lightning fast. (laughs) It's flying. It's flying. So come on back. This is Carol Royce. I'm here with you every single weekend. Come on back. Everybody, this is Carol Royce. Hey, Josh and Vicki, that was a great conversation that we had with Sarah Blodgett at Starboard Financial. Josh, I'm sure you're going to give Miss Sarah a call and you're going to be talking about that HELOC. Yeah, week after week, you'll probably hear me in my process and how that's going, but I'm excited. Well, you should be, Josh, and I'm excited that you're thinking about investment properties. <laughs> I've had some great mentors on the show, whether it's both you and Vicki. Dave Jenks, and I've always been talking about wanting to make the next step into having my own rental property. So, yeah, you'll just have to keep tuning in week, on, week after week to find out how that's going. You know, Vicki, I was reading the Wall Street Journal the other day, and, and there are some major home builders. We have one right here in Scottsdale, Keystone Homes. You know what they're doing? They're building homes in Fountain Hills, especially is what the Wall Street Journal uh, profiled, and they're only for rent. Beautiful subdivisions, but only for renters. Yeah, you know, that seems to be kind of a trend right now. I'm just, you know, excited for what Josh just said, because I think he put it out there for our listeners to hold him accountable, that he now has to go out and buy an investment home, because you put it out there, Josh, that you're going to do it. So we want to see the progress. (laughs) And rents have gone up. Rents are really up in the valley. And it's not that we want to gouge any any of these people that are are renters, but it's just a sign of times. Uh, Vicki. You know, we did talk about the luxury market and that you are absolutely our luxury expert. But on this show, you always give that under a million report, too. So what's going on in that under a million dollars in Maricopa and Pinal County? Yeah, so if we take a look at what's going on in that under a million price point, right Mm -hmm. now there's 2,948 homes on the market the average price for those homes 557,600 days on market 31 and i just want our listeners to know of course this data is coming from our arizona regional multiple list service servicing maricopa and pinal counties now under contract in escrow these homes have buyers on them they're going through the home inspection and all that fun stuff there's 8376 with an average price point of 507000 Days on market, 22 days are averaging. Closed escrow, just since last week's show, there was 1,585 homes that closed escrow. The average price, $530,054, with days on market, 25 days. Well, so that's very interesting. So we're running... We're we're running anywhere from thirty one to twenty five to twenty two days, depending on where they are. Those dates are so close, Josh, that you know it, that is one of the fastest markets we've seen in a long time. They are, and I mean, just a couple of weeks back, we were looking thirty seven to twenty eight days on that. Mm-hmm. So, so we've the market is down. certainly moving. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're in that spring mm-hmm. time Buying frame frenzy. right now mm-hmm. where. You have the families out there that are looking for homes because they want to make that move before school. You have where we had some of our second home visitors in town visiting while we had such amazing weather, and we still do. But a lot of them now start to put their homes on the market if they say, you know what, this is the time we want to sell. We've enjoyed this year, but now we're going to be full-time residences wherever. So we do typically see this time of year where um, 
more sales happen. Well, we do. And, and you know, we're seeing a little bit of activity, too, because interest rates have been, they've been bumping up just a little bit. And so some people are going, you know what, if we're going to do this, let's just do it. Now's and that's time. what Sarah said when we had her on, as she said, don't wait, don't hesitate. Go. We know what the interest rates are today. Go ahead and get out there and get into home ownership or upsize or downsize or right size. Exactly. I mean, I'm still astounded at that example she gave us. She said that someone was renting, spending 3500 a month, and they were kind of wait on the fence a little for the next two or three years to, to see what the market does. And in that time alone, she would have spent over 120000 on rents. 120000 on rents. You know, if you're listening to us today, this is an important thing. I met with a young couple two weeks ago, and I've shared this story before. And they said, no, we're just fine renting. I said, how much rent have you paid? We've rented for 18 months. What is your rent? They $58,000, Josh, in 18 months they paid. This is a young married couple. Oh, my gosh. They could have taken that $58,000 and been paying down on a mortgage. If you're a renter now, go through that. Go through that. Take what you've, how long you've been renting and what you've paid, and let's see how much money you've spent. And that has, it has benefited you with a roof over your head, correct? Yes. At the end of the day, you have shelter. You have but shelter. let that money work for you. That's let the, it work for you. I agree. That's the reason Josh. why home ownership is such a wealth-building experience, and we want a lot of our listeners, if not all, to be taking advantage of that. That is so very true. Hey, Vicki, I was reading something the other day, and it was so interesting. On some of these new homes, you know what they're building into the, into the homes? What's that? You would, so, Josh, you're going to – Vicki, you're too old. I'm going <laughs> to ask Josh. So when you do some of these video games, you put on – I know the what answer is, to what this. Is that, what is that that you Virtual reality. Virtual VR reality. Headset. That's it. That's it. <laughs> they are building padded rooms, right? <laughs> they are building padded rooms because in the virtual realities, people are flinging their hands and kicking their feet and hurting themselves. So it's not a safe room. It's, it's kind of a safe room. They're <laughs> they're tripping over the coffee table, right? Mm-hmm. They're They're, they're – breaking the TV. But anyway, a lot of the builders now are offering virtual reality rooms. Can you even believe that, Josh? Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, I know that <laughs> there was a time where, you know, we would see a lot of formal living rooms and that's what people wanted. And No more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some houses and some people still love the formal living exactly, room. Exactly. But, but, you know, builders kind of evolved and they built, you know, great more flex space mm-hmm. and great rooms. And now it's exciting to see that there's other ideas that builders are having. So we always, you know, at the Carol Royce team, we monitor what the builders are doing because that's how a lot of the consumers are wanting their houses to be. And we always have that vision for even general resale of how you can repurpose things and make it similar to a new build and best fit your needs. So you know what I would use that room for, Vicki? Coming off of the 101 after I've been sitting in traffic for about an hour. <laughs> I would probably come into that room. I would not put on the virtual reality. I would just bounce around a little bit to take out some of the frustration that I've had. It could be used for that too, right, Josh? Yes, it doesn't very have multi- to be multi-purpose. <laughs> and Josh would say, if you just get a Tesla like he has, you wouldn't have to sit on the 101 for an hour because you'd be in that carpool lane. Oh, oh my! It is nice. <laughs> it is nice. Yes, I always go by and and just give such a pleasant little smile and wave to those Tesla drivers as they pass <laughs> me on the freeway. You know, <laughs> but anyway, that we're we're off of the real estate. We're off of real estate right now. So Vicki, what else is going on? I know that we've got some fabulous, fabulous properties on the Carol Royce team that we're working with some of our sellers to get sold. Just give us a, a small sample of that. 
Yeah, so if you're looking over in the Queen Creek area, we have a beautiful home for 825 and this home sits on just under 2 acres. It has a sparkling swimming pool. You said that's a beautiful pool too. It is a beautiful pool and it just has such a lot of nice upgrades from the stainless appliances to the newer cabinetry and everything throughout this home. I like the home. backsplash, very trendy. Correct, mm-hmm. very trendy. But that house is listed for sale for 825000 and it's over at 30964 North Grace Lane in Queen Creek. Another home that we have, and this is in a great Fulton neighborhood in Autumn Park, and this is over in the South Chandler area for 750000 It's 412 East Bellarive Place in Chandler, and it is a two-bedroom and a den, two-and-a-half bath, both of the The bedrooms are large, oversized, a lot of upgrades. Attention to detail went in when they designed this home, and they put the features and the layout of the backyard and the swimming pool. This is a gorgeous home, and again, it's listed for sale for $750,000. At 2,352 square feet, single level. Well, you know, Vicki, we've got some things coming on the market. So if you're interested in that North Scottsdale area, we've got some nice things coming on there. If you like Rio Verde, uh, if you're an equestrian person and you like to be around uh, the equestrian community, Rio Verde is a great option for you. Correct. Because there are some fabulous horse ranches and in Rio Verde, we've got we've got some things coming in the Carefree area, Fountain Hills. And Josh, I know that you've been out to Levine and the West Side recently, mm-hmm. and some beautiful things. You've got one out with mountain views in the two million range out in the South Mountain area, Vicky. That's right. It is gorgeous with um, some horse privileges and things like that, horse setup. But I also have another one over at Tatum and Union Hills, 4371 East Salina Drive for 550000 So if you're looking in that Tatum and Union Hills area, don't miss this three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, just under 1,500 square feet in a gated community. Well, that fits right with what you said. The average price is five fifty seven six hundred. The average uh, under contract price five oh seven, and the actual sales price five thirty. So that one is five fifty. You've got that one priced right in that range. It seems to be the buyer's sweet spot right there. That's right. <laughs> it's so nice to have a home in the buyer's sweet spot. If you're a buyer and you're looking for a sweet spot, you need to call us, Carol Royce four eight zero seven seven six five two three. One. So, hey, Josh, what are you going to do the rest of the afternoon? <laughs> I think I'll be meeting with some clients in just a bit. I'm excited. I know some buyers are really looking out there trying to get out of renting and into homeownership, and I can't wait until, you know, the day we close and they're excited. Oh, that is so it. very true. How about you, Vicki? You know, one of our listeners who listens every Sunday, we're selling their house and we're presenting offers. We've got a few offers on their home, multiple offers. Um, So we're going to be reviewing those and seeing which one they select. Well, that's fun. So let's see. What am I going to be doing? I'm going to go home and I'm going to sit on my pergola. I'm going to pour myself a glass of Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, I'm going to have a little brie cheese and fresh apple slices, and I'm going to put my feet back, and I'm going to think, boy, I'm glad Vicki and Josh are out there working. Boy, keep, keep at keep, that. Keep dreaming, because I know you're working, so that's okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Race Real Estate Show. It is our pleasure. It is our honor every single weekend to be 
Invite it into your homes, into your cars, into your workshops, wherever you're listening to us. We are here to serve your needs at the very highest level. Our mission statement, Vicki and Josh, is to elevate others to prosper. That's right. You have been listening to Carol Reese Real Estate Show. Thank you for being here with us this Sunday afternoon. We've enjoyed spending time with you while you're driving in your car or listening through the app. Have a blessed Sunday afternoon. And remember, go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. We'll see you next Sunday afternoon at 2 to 3 p.m. right here on 550 KFYI.